Our House. This is episode 73. I'm here with David. Hey, hey. And Lewis. What's up, everybody? And it's me, Bobby, again. And we're back with another undefeated game. Not a win this time. But we're not undefeated, but we're just... We, we've had how many games now? We're still Five? undefeated. We're undefeated in six games. Six. Oh, wow. Jeebus. Jeebus. So, yeah. Let's, let's, start, let's start the recap on this game, guys. All right. Let's well, do it. So, uh, Lewis, go ahead. All right. Um, so, 0-0 zero, zero draw. Uh, our road trip comes to an end. Uh, we come back home uh, taking 10 out of 12 points on the road. Um, Very good. Surprising everybody because nobody had this. Um, certainly not me. Uh, they exceeded my expectations by pretty much nine to 10 points. So, um, very, very successful road trip. Um, you had, you had, you had to figure that they were going to win this game after beating the, the previous three. This was at least on paper, their weakest opponent. And, yep. uh, you know, you figured that 12 points, uh, was a very very um, good possibility, but uh, they stumbled a by the end. end oh yeah, the, definitely achievable <laughs> after the third one. And of course, when everyone <laughs> kind of said, "Oh wow, we can actually, you know, do this," is when they kind of took a little stumble. Um, not the most exciting of games, uh, but uh, also wasn't as dull as the uh, Philadelphia zero zero draw either. No, uh, both teams had uh, uh, opportunity to score. Uh, the Galaxy definitely had opportunities to win. But a very, very even match uh, yes. all um, uh, all around. Uh, uh, the stats on this game were pretty much almost identical uh, really? for, for oh, both teams. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't check it out after the, the match. That oh, doesn't really? surprise me at all. Because no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I have the numbers here if, uh, if you would allow okay. me. Um, no. Yeah, the, no, you may not, Lewis. You will... Go off Everybody, look on your own phone. Stop listening <laughs> to this podcast. Bobby is the stat man now, Lewis. That's you right. Lost I know. Your, you lost I know. Your place. All oh, right. Man. No, no. Don't uh, even get me started with this past week. <laughs> we'll talk about that. No. So uh, let, let me give you some numbers here. Uh, possession. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and round this off. It's about 53 uh, to 47. It's basically even. It's a slight edge goes to DC United, but it's still virtually a coin flip. Um, 19 shots for DC United to. Uh, hour 16 again pretty uh pretty even there um each got six shots on target and both kempen and hamid both got six saves wow yeah wow yeah it's actually very eerie how, how close these stats are um did they even play the, yeah, right <laughs> like it all just canceled each other out a- they might as well have not played yeah yeah everything was definitely uh it, it almost seemed like uh, everything was uh being canceled out even like the uh the, the uh the shot selection from within the box, outside the box, again, very, uh, very even. Um, if you this want me DC, to break Galaxy. it down, come on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, then I take it back. This game was very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Stat wise, very impressive. No, I, I think the only thing, uh, oh, one more, uh, one more, uh, accurate passes, uh, 322 for DC, 281 for the Galaxy, about, you know, 41, uh, 41 pass difference there. 77 77%, 77%, 77% to 74% pass accuracy for both. So still, you know, pretty even. I think that I'm not going to yeah. criticize the Galaxy for, uh, you know, uh, too much in this game. Um, I really have no reason to. But uh, I, I, guess, really yeah. I guess the only real criticism uh, looking at these stats is uh, you would have thought that you would have dominated a team uh, like, uh, as, uh, as DC United be- because mm-hmm. – or. I'm sorry, not as DC United, um, like DC United, because uh, we're pretty much going into this game 
with momentum, in form. Um, you know, we were be- we were beating better teams than DC United. Much better. And uh, you wouldn't think that the stats would be this even. But by the end of a four-game road trip, you got to figure that you know, you're going to have some tired legs. You're going to have, you know. Not to mention the injuries. Not to right, right. That. And we'll we'll get to that because they, they continue to pile on. Uh, but Thankfully, one injury didn't hurt us in this game. Ro. Yeah. Yeah, Roe. I mean, Kempen came in. Like I said, he made six saves um, and kept us in the game. Um, so Very it, impressive. It, it, it's impressive uh, considering the fact that he had not started a game in about, what, two years since 2015. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So – um very good for him just to like just you know uh hit the ground running which has kind of been yeah. the theme for most of the uh, the guys that have been thrown into the starting the lineup like hey team. dude we're not working your way in here giving you some leeway we need you to hit the no. ground running because Time. now go and they, yeah and they yeah and like you said they have been doing that um i thought Kempin had a really good debut Ooh, that's the second beer crack we've had already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. This is the first time in beer crack. this is the first time in a very long time, probably since before episode twenty, <laughs> that we've all been drinking a beer at the, uh, oh. while we record. Interesting, uh, indeed. And now the podcast stops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you hear some um, crash and us falling. Uh, so, so. You totally lost my train of thought. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Sorry. You were the one that started. I know, I did. I, I, I went on the freaking tangent. My bad. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kempin had a solid debut, um, I, I, I thought. Um, I actually didn't realize that he was on the roster for so many years. Um, he was just always one of those but guys was that deep. was way, yeah, way, yeah, way, way in the back. Way in the back. <laughs> way in the back. Um, so it was, I was surprised to see that uh, he was, you know, he had been with us for, for what, now three years now, right? Um, cause I don't think he was even getting time at galaxy two. Oh man. Uh, so, but he did have a good, he did have a good game. Um, I felt like there was one instance that was a little scary. Um, one of the DC, uh, on a DC free kick ball came to him. He went to try and catch the ball, had a little bit too much heat on it and the ball spilled out. Uh, he, however, did see tape from uh, Bill Hamid last week and didn't let it spill into the goal. <laughs> Instead, it shot across the face of goal, and then he got back to uh, oh, yeah. get a get a touch on the oncoming attacker. Amazing, Would, yeah. yeah, it was an amazing save. I mean, he should have had the initial save, but no. But the given the circumstances, to, get up, to follow to follow through to get to that side of the of the post. I mean, the goal. It's that was that was really really impressive. It was. It Especially, was very good. And again. For someone that's for, never for a guy on the who field. we consider to be cold, to just come in and, and make that type of a save, yes, yeah, it, it was a pretty impressive it's, showing it's, from him. So yeah, the first fifteen minutes, I was a, I was a nervous wreck every time the ball went to him. I was like, oh no, because well, I didn't know, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, and DC did have a lot of early looks. Chances, um, yeah. They had a lot of good chances. Like there was one moment where uh, Acosta stripped Cole, um, and it nearly cost it nearly cost him. But luckily, uh, he passed it to. Ortiz, who was offside, and the 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 goal that DC scored resulted in uh, or was nullified because of the initial offside call. But Cole can't mm-hmm. be getting stripped like that. But to be fair, at the end of the game, he did make a goal saving slide to block to block a shot. Yeah. So I guess you know, like as as, as much as of the theme slide or just falling slide down, like falling toward like straight directly down. 
Look, man. I don't know. That when you save a goal, I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he didn't save a goal, and I'm not taking that away. I'm just saying don't turn it into like some superhero slive save. Like he was there. It was an intentional I, side. I, I was gonna say it was intentional. He didn't mean to do it. He didn't just be like trip, you know, over the no, ball. I know, and, I know, boop, I know, and I know off was, his head. And, I know it was know. intentional, but I mean, <laughs> it's just romanticized quite a bit. Anyways, yeah, he he slid. The little rainbows came out. The Leave flowers. my boy alone, Bobby. Leave my boy alone. <laughs> no, just reality based. That's all. <laughs> Uh, no, it was it was an intentional slide, and I mean, you know, he didn't like have this big run up and slip and slide to the ball, but he did get to the ground to to block the ball. Uh, that's considered a slide. Uh, anyway, much much like the theme of this game, it's he, he, Cole's mistake that he made was canceled out by the game saving mm-hmm. uh, tackle later save. on. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, if 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 and buts. Cole's I guess is what man. you want to call it. Right. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, this was, like you were saying, probably the Galaxy's worst performance of the four-game skid. I don't want to say the worst performance. Well, I mean, you, if anything, I maybe the second half of Minnesota, you can probably arguably say it was probably the worst uh, soccer that you saw on this road trip, which I would take 100 times out of 100 going into the road trip, not knowing that this was going to happen. Um, it wasn't a game that we were we were dominated. We I think it was um, a very... Uh, lackluster back and forth game it wasn't anything like exciting going on but i think dc was much more difficult than they were expecting i think so i i think but again i just think that you know you got weary this is your fourth game on the road you had to go no it's cross it's country it's, it's fatigue hits yeah exactly injuries, so i think that played everything. a factor into it I, I think that we had the advantage considering that dc united had already played a game on wednesday i believe so they probably uh the fatigue factor again should have canceled hours I'm sorry. I think they they won that game, right? DC United the one prior to us. Yeah. No, no, they lost that game. No, that was against Orlando. Lost? Okay, so there yeah. was a week before that they won. Yes, or maybe two weeks before that, but uh, no. So they already had played a Wednesday game um, in Orlando, and then you know not too far from DC, but um, they still played two games in uh, in four days, and plus they mm-hmm. played on Sunday last Sunday, I believe. So they had about three games in a span of yeah. like eight days. So the fatigue factor, again, should have canceled out. And the, the advantage should have been a little bit more to the Galaxy considering the fact that they were on form and they had the momentum. But again, it's just hard for me to criticize a team, I think, and under any other circumstances where, you know, we needed. Well, I guess we could have always used extra points, obviously. But uh, a must-win situation probably would have been upset that you couldn't have beat this team. But after taking... 10 points out of 12, it's very hard for me to be upset at, you know, at, at that result coming back home. We talked about it last week. They were playing with house money at right. this point. Exactly. There was no, there was no getting around uh, a bad performance, though. One, and, and that's why I call it a bad performance, because DC was fatigued. DC is terrible this year, and we were on the up. And so I think that, I think that's where I'm coming from. It's like, oh, we- On the up and a long stretch, though. Yeah, yeah, it is a long stretch. Um, so now, so now they're gonna have to come home. But um, let's before we get into yeah, that, let's just come back to the game. A few more games on the road. <laughs> Let them, get nothing get some more points. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Dave Romney looked uh, looked really good. He uh, he nearly had a goal. Uh, he had a couple times force, actually. Had to force Bill Hamid to yeah. uh, tip one of his uh, headers over the bar. He's looking quite consistent. For sure. Yeah. And he's off the bench, so you know that you have a, a very uh, legitimate backup 
Um, mm-hmm. it, uh, again, uh, I think we talked about this maybe early in the season, and then we kind of fell off because uh, we stopped being uh, competitive. <laughs> it looked like we were just, I mean, we looked lost. But at the beginning of the season when I was saying, look, we, we're looking competitive in games against Dallas, against Portland, uh, games that we probably could have gotten a result in, and we're playing with what we considered, you know, Galaxy 2 backup players. Uh, these guys have stepped up. And um, I know a lot of people are saying we don't have depth and they're not completely wrong on that. But the amount of injuries that the Galaxy have, you know, suffered in just, <laughs> just we're not even halfway through the season yeah, yet. Just, yeah, it's yeah. just unbelievable. It's uncanny. Nobody mm-hmm. could have predicted this. And yet every guy who's gone in there has stepped up. These kids mm-hmm. have stepped up. Romney's one of them. Diallo, Smith. Garcia, mm-hmm. every Husidic, every, before Kempin. he went down, Kempin, all these guys have stepped up. So you kind of make a case like, well, sure, we don't have any big names coming off the bench to say that we have depth, but our depth has been saving us. What's What's crazy to me is that the thing that we talked about all leading into the season and within the first couple of games this year was, I can't believe that this was their plan B is relying on Galaxy 2 players. And a lot of these guys weren't ready. And 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 it wasn't sexy. It wasn't flashy, just like the Inalfa hiring. And now, as you said, we're seeing these guys that are coming in step up. They're performing. They're hungry. Right. That's always been the thing oh, yeah, that was lacking. That, that's yeah, what's they were... always lacking in Bruce Arena teams is you came in, they were guys who knew they had their spots, but they were professional. They did their job, and they, for the most part, oh, did yeah, it well. They performed most of the time, yeah. Yeah. But they the... were only called upon when, well, I guess it's the same situation where they came in because of injury, but they knew that they were going to go back down after a week or two. This is, again, with a string of injuries, they're here for, they have stayed for a prolonged period of time, and they've made the most of it. And they know that this is a coach that will that they that they're familiar with and they're probably comfortable mm-hmm. with and so they they trust yep. him even though some of the veterans and galaxy fans didn't trust him mm-hmm. they trust Anolfo and they think that they have a legitimate chance when they come in and play for him right. in the in the first team i i just they think- ha- they can make their stamp and 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 I think it's so funny how the narrative changes once you get 10 points under your belt because <laughs> this was a completely different narrative before this road trip started. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, it's if just you're so losing, funny. And if you get results, it's going to be two different reasons for I mean, two different right. reasons. I mean, this is the, the, the fickleness of the fans where uh, at one point I was kind of giving an awful credit for, look, you're, you're staying competitive with all well, these injuries the, and with yeah, all I, these all these backups. And then suddenly yeah. they stop being competitive and we all want him out. Well, and all of a sudden we're giving him credit again. <laughs> Well, it's just, the, the, uh, to well, me, it's more well, the players. In the, well, in the beginning, it, it, it was. It was. It, I can only speak for me and Lewis because it, it, it was very fickle right at the right at the beginning, even before the season started. It, when it was just, it was just a hate vibe, and uh, you and I saw that they were performing well, just not getting the results. But that's. But when we decided to, when we, you and I decided to turn, is when it was evident on the field that certain players was were not pulling their weight, and shit was going awry. 
Right, and, and that's that. You know, so, yeah. I mean, they, they got uh, when when we started turning, we saw the team getting progressively worse instead of at least yeah. you know uh, staying in the game. They just lo- they didn't look as competitive as they did in Not those first yeah. you know four games. They were actually getting run off the field. They looked yep. lost. They yep. had no sense of direction. Their body language was telling a, a completely different story than they than they are now. Um, and then on top of all that, you had like the chemistry issues. Um, there was just so much going on where we're saying, okay, you know what? He's this this has to stop. The bleeding has to mm-hmm. stop. And I had said June seventeenth, circle that date. If Curran is still on the sidelines on that date, he's there for the re- for the remainder of the season. That still holds true. I think he's there. He's gonna be there on June seventeenth, obviously, he's he's and he's going, going to be anymore. there I think the that, remainder of the season. I think that first win bought him the rest of the season. I think well, a lot of people that thought really that the second half of Chicago this is, you know, bottom the rest of the season, and depending on how this road trip ended up, uh, you know, you probably had uh, maybe you bought yourself that an extra week after that June seventeenth, maybe just depending on how badly you you were performing on the road. But after this, I think he's he's going nowhere. Yeah, he's going nowhere. Um, even if he does have a, a hiccup here and there, you're not going to win them all. I think people need mm-hmm. to understand that you're not going to win every game. You're not going to have a clean sheet every game. Um, so I, I, think, um, I think now that we only, have even the only now change would the only change would be is if we con- consistently continue losing again. Well, it's going to be interesting be because we expect uh, Jermaine Jones to come back uh, against yep. Houston. It hasn't been official yet, but we're kind of uh, we're keeping an eye on that. And a lot of us he's going to be back. Well, a lot of us, you know, we're we're blaming him for uh, the lack of production, uh, the lack of chemistry. chemistry. Uh, he goes out, and it's an immediate turnaround. I mean, it literally yeah. is. He goes down. We go into halftime, and we never look connect. back. So, if he plays in Houston, uh, in Houston, if he plays uh, on uh, June seventeenth against Houston, mm-hmm. we're gonna see. Because Curran Awful had said after the Chicago game, this is the team that you're gonna see from now on, and so far. It's been correct. Now, is that because of Jermaine Jones, or did something happen in that no, locker room it, uh, against the against the Chicago team that was superior to us at least at the time? Um, you know, where I don't know what was said. I don't know what an awful still still in them. I don't know where they just ended up all okay. We're on the same page here, but it's going to be tested in, in that game to see if Jermaine Jones uh, is to return to that lineup. So it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, how they perform against a team that does not perform well on the road. Right. And it's going to be Jermaine Jones coming back and (laughs) seeing whether or not he's willing to listen or follow instruction and and not create the chaos that usually revolves around him. Right, exactly. And I think it's also important to see, well, does Curtin Awful change his tactics now that he's back? Or does he say, nope, you have this role, we're going to change it. This is a formula that has been working. You need to stick to this, or does he give? You know, does he go back and say he can't you have, have the freedom to go the wherever again. the hell he you want? Can't. That doesn't work. That's a that's a Geo thing now. Like, just let Geo do his thing now. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but uh, we're already talking about it in the Houston game. We're gonna be missing Geo. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming we'll be missing Geo since if he makes the Confederations Cup roster. So he'll be uh, he'll be playing that first game, I believe that no, the day after. I think it's a Sunday. So mm-hmm. if he makes the Confederations Cup roster, we'll be missing him there for for that game. Van Dam is suspended. Yeah. Uh, Steris is uh, 
still out. Yeah. Um, Ro. Ro. Ro is still Ro out. Ro is gone for a while. Yeah. Ro is still out. Um, we're also going to be missing. Uh, Jermaine Jones is going to come back. Maybe. Maybe. And if Maybe. he isn't, you're probably going to have to see uh, Garcia step in yet again. We're going to be very depleted. Allison Drini, we all know that he's going to do what he does best. That offense is going to run through him. I don't want to stretch this guy because I don't want him to get injured. Well, yeah, that's that's been but, the... But that's, that's all we have. Well, I mean, yeah, I again, it's easier said because Gio is suddenly scoring all of a sudden. But now yeah. with Gio now gone... He's, now he's gone, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Zardes doing Not what... Performing. You know, what he's currently doing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Exactly. What I mean, what else can you... Uh, oh, who else can you can you depend on here? Well, then again, Zardes did... Zardes, Zardes is very pedestrian performance in dc where he was completely useless on the field led to getting him a spot on the preliminary roster for the gold cup for the united states so maybe he won't even be there (laughs) well Uh, although the gold cup is in july so um yeah it's possible that he'll he'll be he'll still be there for but that that was such a head scratcher for me and and i don't want to get too deep into the usa portion of that but I think that this is maybe Bruce Arena trying to bring Zardes out of his funk. You also have to take into consideration that it's a 40-man roster. That's a lot. When you talk about 40, we're not, first of all, we're not that deep. We've you're, talked about you're this. You're talking about there's we not 40 players better than Jesse Zardes well, right now. What I'm, what, what I'm gonna, <laughs> what I want to say is when you have 40 players, and we know, we've talked <laughs> about that, that the national team is not deep or as deep as we once thought we were. When you have 40 players, you are literally going into a D squad. Right. So, yeah. but maybe, dude, come on, Josh Sargent. Come on. Get out of the way. <laughs> get out of the way, Jesse Zardes. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to look at it that way, we're like, well, it's a D squad. Oh, okay. I guess Zardes would, you know, probably fit in that. He probably would be number 40 right now. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't even think he merited to be in that 40 man roster. I agree with you there. There's, he hasn't shown absolutely anything. Since he got back from injury, he's been given more than enough time to get, you know, back into rhythm. Um, and uh, it just looks like it, it, he's just completely off. He just he's he's not the same guy. He something's was. not what, working. Yeah, something is not working. Um, and I'm not sure who said it. Um, I know I, I know I saw on Twitter. I can't remember which one of you guys said it, but he basically looks like he's playing not to get hurt. That's what it looks like he's doing. He's not running at full speed. He's not going in there, uh, you know, balls out. Um, you know, he just – it looks like he's kind of playing very, very timid. He's just not the that that, that player that we saw um, in the past and even in the, uh, in the uh, Copa America tournament last season where, you know, he had a couple decent games here and there. I think uh, maybe the Ecuador game was probably his yeah, the thing, game. Yeah, the thing about Zarda is like I know you get on him because his – you don't feel like his skill level is at the international caliber. But the thing that Bobby and I all have always seen about Zardes is his work rate. The dude works and he gets himself into spots and he gets and he creates trouble for the, the defense. That is not what's That's happening, not happening this right now. Right. I don't know who this no. guy is, for but me, that is not what we've seen from him. For me, what I see is Zardes just feeling uncomfortable on the field. Like he's looking around a lot. And not knowing where the ball's gonna go a lot of the time, and kind of just, just going veering, veering from place to place in a very slow way, yeah. in kind of a confused way. I just don't think he feels like he fits right now, and I don't think 
he does he right doesn't. now. He looks very um, lost. He looks like he has no confidence. Yeah. Um, it, it, pretty much, it, if you try to work your way up the field through Zardis, that's pretty much where your attack is going to die. You can't do that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we saw that in He's, this DC game. There was, a, there was a play where yeah, that's exactly what he was, was running up, and, and uh, Emma Boateng was making a run up the right side, and there was a clear chance. And, and Emma had his guy beat. He was just holding his run so that Zardis get the ball off. Every DC player and, out there. And instead, and instead he turned Zardis turned into the defender and immediately lost the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I and think he just, I think he had one chance in the game um to, to score maybe two, but I think one clear one. Um, you know, he 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 didn't yeah, take he did. advantage of that. Um, but the, the guy just looks like I don't know. Like you say, he's just his work rate isn't there. He's not making intelligent runs. He's not putting himself himself in a position where you know something you know where he's going to create some sort of havoc or some sort of chance. Or even if he's not putting the ball in frame, just kind of get the defense scrambling a bit, mm-hmm. get, have someone else open up, you know, uh, clear some space. He's just not doing any of that anymore. No. Yeah. No, the Galaxy well, are playing with ten men when he's on the field. It it certainly feels like it. It's getting yes. hot in here. Sorry, excuse God me. It is. It's uh, but right you, there. but and here's here's the most infuriating part of all this. They had the balls to put him on the All Star ballot, and the Galaxy has the gall to be like, "Vote for Jossie." <laughs> what? The, are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, uh, from what I understand, um, I think it it came from Josh Gessman that um, every team in the league had to submit. Eight players, regardless. You submit. You submit Jao Pedro over <laughs> right? Jossie Sardis at this point. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I think that the only one point. that I would put the, the only one that I would uh, put honestly on that All Star team is Alessandrini. I don't think anyone's going to argue that. Um, if he's gotten enough national attention, uh, he would be the starter. Yeah, you know that Gio's going to get on that. Uh, Gio is going to get on. He's going to be voted on by the fans. Yes. Uh, do I think he's deserving of that? No. I think the other one, who's kind of on the fence for me because um, he wasn't performing at the same level we saw him as last uh, last season, is Van Dam because he had some off games. So he's really on the fence. I think. Well, I'm, I'm going by last season and his reputation. And you guys are going to hate me on this. Also on the fence is Cole. I'm not I'm not 100% there but I'm on the fence with him because I think he's doing pretty much the same thing he was doing last season. Uh but um other than that I don't think there's not any unanimous decision aside from Alessandrini. Well, I don't think we're on the well, I don't think we're going to hate you for that. We're going to be like finally finally what? Finally you put him on the fence. Fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> finally you put him on the fence instead of having his reputation instead uh, of just get him, him there. in the pedestal continually. Wasn't based on reputation. No, we're just, we're, we're, I know we're just giving you a hard time. I know you are. Uh, I, I put. I, I mean, for me, if Brian Rowe's not hurt, I put Brian Rowe on that on that roster mm. on that All Star ballot. Actually, even he's he, a good. He's he is a solid goalkeeper in this league. I, I I don't disagree with you there. I just think that uh, considering that he lost his starting position and then barely came back a, a few games ago because of injury, again, not necessarily uh, deserving of an All Star call up because he hasn't been there the entire season either. Um, and that's the only reason why I do believe that he is yeah, our number the, one. He's always he, been our number one. But then and, again, you know, you got to pick eight people. So right, exactly. You, yeah. nah, you literally so. got to pick eight out of 11 starters. And yeah. like, based it'd be on. Different if it was like three out of three, 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 three players that are your whole team, then it's like, all right, 
this is these are the selections but it's eight it's like oh fuck now we have to even i mean we gotta pick (laughs) yeah well (laughs) we gotta pick eight out of 11 starters and nine out of 11 have been injured so i mean (laughs) you know try to figure that one out yeah is uh all-star game the uh legit comeback game no 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 it's uh well, someone, someone that. Uh, uh, speaking of of the goalies, um, Clement Diop is now an international goalkeeper. Nice. He made his debut for the Senegalese national team uh, the other day, so probably means that his agent's going to get him more money. I, I he better, know. he better. I mean, I don't for know. for well, Diop, come on, he's already on like two hundred, oh, two hundred plus. Is he really? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's surprising. Okay. That is surprising, actually. Uh, also also worth noting that uh, Dave Romney revealed that he had to go uh, undergo dental surgery because he got a tooth knocked out versus RSL. That was a long now, time ago. Now, <laughs> I, no, I, I had no... That was a long time ago. Was he walking around without a tooth all this that time? Was our first, that was our first victory. Yeah. That was a game that... So was uh, a, that was in uh, back in March. Was he on a it was temp? Hanging. It was yeah. hanging. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gave him the power on all those headers. Oh, that, yeah, that, that missing that, tooth, that extra that air he got. Gave him some incentive, <laughs> some aerodynamics. Like, come on, Romney, if you get a goal, we'll pay for your dental surgery. <laughs> oh, I bet you they did that. <laughs> uh, also, also wanted to bring up the fact that uh, Jack McInerney saw the field for a little bit. Uh, he comes in for... Emma Boateng, not Jesse's artist. Uh, Jesse's yeah. artist stayed that's on the, the field. Time they did, they, that's the second time that they did that, where they take Boateng a little late in the game and put. Uh, him em, in Emma Boateng comes Emma off Boateng, every time. I think he's been subbed yeah. off of every single game yeah, that they really have played. He gets really tired. You can see him. He gets really, he he pushes he pushes himself hard for. I don't, I don't even think it's a matter of. I don't I, think there were a couple of times where he was gassed, and there was one where uh, it was where he he, uh, gassed, he kicked the ground uh, while he was crossing, and they, I think they took him out. As a precaution, because I think he was uh, uh, limping, um, mm. but he has been a sub in every game. He's always the first sub that isn't injury based. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. And and when you look back at it, obviously you had hoped that at the time you would have subbed off Jal Pe- uh, Pedro, Jermaine Jones. Jazzy well, Zardes. That's, that's what our argument was a few episodes ago. Right. So go back, listeners. Go back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we're like, there's a, a how many people you can take off, but Emma is the one that was always being taken off. And you look back, and we're like, okay, now the way the team is going now, aside from Jazzy Zardes, yeah, who else are you going to take off if you need another spark? It has to be in the midfield. You're not taking out Jal Pedro. You're not taking out Rafa Garcia or at the time Husidic. Yeah. Um, you're not taking off uh, Allison Drini. You're not taking off Geo. We talked about yeah. You probably need to take off Zardis. That please Emma. You're not taking off a defender. Why not? Well, you could, but Kurtinoff was going three in the back for a while. Remember? That, yeah, he did. So it, it's just it, it almost seems like this is the go-to guy, and like this is the expendable. Uh, or yeah. Emma seems to be the expendable one. So it kind of sucks because he puts in. Uh, but he's quite. He's, he's on put the, on some pretty on good field, performances though, too. No, he's very important on the yeah. field. Yeah. And he, uh, he, again, he's also one of those guys that has stepped up because he wasn't supposed to be a starter this, this season. He got, he got put in there because of the legit injury, and he stepped up. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so moving on. The Galaxy have drawn U.S. in the U.S. Open Cup. Orlando, sorry, Orlando. Orange County FC, which is the LAFC affiliate. <laughs> they will play at the track and field 
uh, stadium on June 14th. That's a Wednesday night. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to make this game. I'm trying to get uh, to be able to, to, to get over there. It's really hard to get there on a Wednesday night from uh, from work. But I am going to do everything I can to try and get to this game for the U.S. Open Cup. Officially, the first L.A. Galaxy first team action against anything affiliated with LAFC. So here's the interesting thing for me. Uh, my, I don't know how you guys feel about this. Um, you guys know that um, I'm not a big fan of the U.S. Open Cup. Um, if you're giving me a... Uh, since a, when? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Got to go back. Time. All right, this whole time. I got to ask you. I need to return your gift. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get me? Oh, uh, I can't tell you now. Well, you might as well tell it's me. Over. I'm not going to receive no, you're it. Gonna, you're going to hate it. So never mind. Just go on. <laughs> was it U.S. Open Cup tickets? <laughs> no, it was yeah. the actual cup. Oh, it was the actual cup. <laughs> I knew a guy that knew a guy, so... Oh, uh, cool. cool. He probably paid like back. 30 bucks. I'll give it back to the guy to give it back to Okay, him. so, so I, I, think the the point, <laughs> I think the point that I was getting at might be part of the question that David wants to ask me, so I'll let you ask. You're about to ask me. I was going to ask you something. Uh, Louis, if, <laughs> if I were to give you the choice of the LA Galaxy winning the US Olympic Cup or winning the Club World Cup, which one would you choose? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You, I'm just kidding. You, you want neither of them because you hate both of them. I hate both of those tournaments. <laughs> U.S. Open Cup. <laughs> yeah, because that yeah, gets us a spot course. in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. Um, no. Okay. So, um, yeah, not a big fan of the U.S. Open Cup. Um, <laughs> I think that the, you know an MLS uh, uh, Cup is is significantly more important. I don't think we should be throwing off. You know, I don't, uh, I don't think anybody's. But see, that's the thing. No, 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 no. The, the, like, the point no is. No, no, I get it. My like my like, point everybody, is shift priorities. <laughs> fuck MLS Cup. No one's doing well, that. This is where I was going with this. Any other opponent, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I don't think most people would really care for it. Like, dude, you, um, you, you need to rest your guys because you got a lot of injuries already. You can't afford another injury. You cannot afford someone else going down. We, we already no choice. Exactly. We so absolutely. If no we were playing choice. anybody else, it's like, dude, <laughs> literally put in the current Galaxy Two players right now. It'll be cool. And if we lose, oh well. Get these yeah, guys healthy and focus on the season. But because they're affiliated with LAFC, I'm pretty sure that the team and definitely the fans are gonna wanna just pound on these guys. And I don't think they would mind seeing a you know, half the starters that you would normally not see playing in this game. So I kind of have that, like, you know, that emotional dilemma in me. Like, do, do we go out and, you know, risk an injury, risk, you know, uh, uh, we have a game three days later against Houston, an, an MLS regular season game. Do I want to risk that simply for a pride thing that really isn't? I mean, it's affiliated with LAFC, but it's not LAFC. None of us want that, Lewis. But like None of I us. Said, I think it's no more. <laughs> well, I think it's more. The players it, that we have are gonna play. Well, that's, no, because we normally on, in these rounds in the U.S. Open Cup, we're seeing a B squad. We're seeing some Galaxy Two players. A lot so, of Galaxy. 2 A players. lot of Galaxy Two players, mm-hmm. and they, you know, uh, we're at a level where the, the teams that we're playing in this in this particular round, 
it it's still good enough to uh, to get through. It's not until we get uh, a little further in where we start have to playing we start playing other MLS teams where we start putting in a couple of those starters depending on how seriously we want to take the tournament. How do you so, how do you feel about getting eliminated to uh, see, and against that's a, OCFC? Yeah, to, for them to fire. No, 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 the, hold on. <laughs> Not even against OCFC, against yes. any USL team. How do you feel about getting eliminated? If it's the first team, I probably would have been, you know. But I think if we send in a B squad, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't matter to me. To be honest, it really wouldn't matter. If, like I said, if it was any other opponent, I would just, yeah, whatever. So, like, well, do do what you need to do. Well, what do you? What would you guys want? Obviously, you guys want to just pound this team. I want to, but, I but, want to win both games. Is is what I want. To, I want to win. I want to, I want them to win yeah, the Open Cup game. I don't see any other option that I would want other than that. Right. Win the game. Well, obviously you want to win everything <laughs> you play for, but I mean, is it worth the risk to uh, you know, a player getting injured? And it almost seems that every game we play someone else is going down. No, would you no, yeah. want well, to okay. no, to I risk an injury but... to a, a a starter? Yeah, cuz that's just at the we're... at the expense of beating uh, your uh, your crosstown ri- rival. I mean, honestly, like we're all fans here. We're not affiliated with the team. What would you guys want? <laughs> we're all fans here. We're all fans here. Look, this is look, what I'm talking. I know I the want, fans want to win this game, but is it is it worth the risk of an injury to you? I want to win this game. I want the team to win this game. Obviously, if, if I could do something to help the team win this game. I would want them to win this game. If that means that I have to suit up for Orange County FC, then I will suit up for Orange County <laughs> FC. <laughs> that'll help the Galaxy win. There you go. Uh, obviously, I don't want any of the guys to get injured, but you can't go into a game, and I know this will probably go against something that I've said in some past podcasts, but in this moment right now, this is how I feel. You can't go into any game, whether it's an Open Cup game, whether it's a Champions League game, whether it's an MLS game, and be afraid of a player getting injured because that's how you lose games. Yeah, see, I think that is something that you're you're very the opposite end uh, very early on, um, but because and and I would I, I'm probably may want to side with the other guy. For this moment, because <laughs> damn, you know what? I don't want your present. <laughs> no, because you know, because no, but the history of the injury. I'm going back to Lewis. It's the his, the history of the injury. It's like, look, man, we've been hit and hit and hit and hit and hit. It doesn't stop. It hasn't stopped. It's not like we're, we've gone three weeks without an injury. No, it's constant. Every Actually, I think we did injury. go three weeks without an injury before we went three weeks with one again. <laughs> All right, well, all right. But yeah, it's been, but you're right. It's been constant. You're fucking up my soundbite, man. (laughs) (laughs) We'll edit that part out. (laughs) Anyways, whatever. Sorry, go on. But yeah, yeah. Everybody got my point. Got my point. Yeah. (laughs) But again, if it was any other USL team or any other team that we were playing against, I would say, yeah, dude, put Galaxy 2 in there. But yeah, but you might lose. Yeah, I don't care, dude. I I just don't want an injury. I don't really care for this tournament. Focus on the MLS season. Um, and don't worry about it. But We've, because of who they're affiliated with, obviously you're in there like, yeah, I don't want yeah, to lose see, this game. But the, the, <laughs> see, but the affiliation though is like, if we act like we don't care about this game, it's gonna be it, they're gonna it's gonna give that vibe like, oh, we're better better, and we don't really care. Like we're just throwing you aside. We don't even want to compete with our real guys. Like, and that's shitty because that because then they are gonna see us 
as they kind of already do, which is weird. But that's not like that's not cool. You know, no, you, I, David gets what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. I get, I, what, I you're get saying. what you're saying. Um, yeah, I would. I, I mean, to be fair, we've put our first team guys and still lost to USL teams in the past. Oh yeah, yeah, so, we have. <laughs> Well, yeah. not the full squad, but yeah, a good a good amount of a, a regular open cup mixture of yeah. you know yeah. uh, a you know a a one team. It has team happened before. Yes. whatever. it's happened before. Anyway, that's what's happening. Uh, Galaxy fans, if you want to go out and support the LA Galaxy against what is by proxy LAFC, go out support. Don't be an asshole though. Don't yeah. go start shit with people. No, Just go root for your team. And let it happen on the field. All right, next up. Uh, we have L.A. versus Houston. The AG game, we talked a little bit mm-hmm. all around it. But this is a game that, and maybe we'll save this for balls and beers, for, or what I'm going to say about, for balls and beers, about uh, my, my feeling of how Houston and L.A. is going to play out. But, again, this is the AJ game. Um that's going to be a very interesting reception because you know there's going to be a lot of love for him and there's I still feel like the team that L- that LA is going to get kind of an apprehensive reception from the fans uh because they haven't played great at home they've done well on the road and for fans who are paying attention to the team like we do are appreciative of that but I think there's still going to be a little bit of an uneasiness from the fan. It's not just going to be a giant love fest for LA Galaxy. I don't think it's going to be a giant love fest, but I also don't believe it's going to be as, you know, as negative as you're saying. I think that even if you're not 100% paying attention, you know that they had a successful road trip. And I think the fans will appreciate that. They're, the ones who jumped off the bandwagon have suddenly jumped back on. Now, yeah, whether or not they, they jump they back heard, off, depending on what happens. The birdie of what's yeah. Been going on. Yeah. So um, I think that they're going to get uh, not the, you know, a, oh, my God, this is like, you know, a great reception. No, but I think, I think they're going to get a warm a reception. reception for sure. Yeah. yeah I still no. think they're going to get a warm reception. Um, they have been gone for a month. Uh, I, I think that coming back is something like, OK, we miss you guys. I, we, we'll, we're going to hope that that, you know, this streak continues, not just because you were on the road and now we're home. We're not a good home team. You got to remember that Jermaine Jones went down, you know, he was still playing. He went down mm-hmm. right before the road trip. So again, if they stumble here, I don't necessarily believe that it's a home thing more than it is a player that's been on the field. At least, well, we'll you see. know, that's what we're speculating right now. We'll see. We'll What's see. interesting about this game is that something obviously has to give. We're saying the galaxy are not a good home team. The, uh, uh, the Dynamo are not a good road team. Something has to give. It kind of has like that, you know, that draw feel to it anyway, um, which would, again, that would be uh, advantage Houston if that were to happen. But AJ, let's just be honest. He's going to be playing at another level for this game. Yeah. Okay. Because he's going to want and to let's, score. Let's in this not game. forget about Leonardo. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right, Leonardo's in this mm-hmm. game too, yeah. Leonardo had a goal last week. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. I actually figured that maybe AJ might be more closer to the goal. AJ's going to score a hat-trick. He I, nearly had a goal as well. He nearly had a goal as well. I, I just think him most of all, yeah, he's he got... He has a goal, goes all the way to he's going to get a hat-trick. 
<laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, I, 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 I'm really expecting AJ to just. Real, I mean, he usually does anyway, but he. I, I just expect him to be on another level, going balls out. You know, he's gonna try to win this game at all costs. He's gonna want that game winner uh, yeah. at all costs, and that's what usually happens. You know, uh, you come back and, and you play for a team that did you way. dirty. You prove them like, hey, you should have let me go. You know, and I think he's gonna be pumped up for this game. Um, I think the fans, uh, the ones who, you know, again, who closely follow the team, he's going to get a warm reception. Yeah. Um, you know, we still consider him one of us. He's family. He's still he's family. family. I don't he's think there's any question. Yeah. One yeah. of us. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that, I don't think there's anything that AJ does short of like, I don't know, injuring Alessandrini. Oh in the first that in will, the first few that minutes, that will change. That will change. Will yeah, turn LA Galaxy right, right. Oh my god, that would totally change my feeling for. I'd be like, that's funny no. because on purpose, on purpose, not right. by accident, not just like hard, hard fifty fifty ball, like doing this. But that's not AJ. That. That's he's not AJ. Do that. He's not going to do that. Fantasy, it's so funny, saying. dude, because we're all smiles, and he said that. I just like it, that smile quickly went away, and look, and I looked at him like, dude, don't say that, dude. You don't fuck around like that. No, I have to say it so that it doesn't happen. All right. All right. Well, lock it, David. Lock it. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. All right. So uh, let's talk about MLS week 14. Let's get into the recap because we only have about 15 minutes left in the pod and we have 15 games to talk about. So uh, a minute let's, a game. let's, uh, do let's it. get through it. Yeah, fuck this week. <laughs> uh, well, we'll make up. We'll make up. We'll make up for in balls and beers, and then last week yeah, as check well. Out balls or and next beers week. To see my result of this past week and why I'm so damn angry. <laughs> so let's start off with probably the best game of the week. To be honest with you, NYC FC versus New England. I know Lewis is not happy about this one. Fucking NYC. Uh, oh, the shut game. Up, the game ends. The game ends two to two. Uh, David Villa carves up the defense like a knife with a knife and uh, pulls five defenders toward him. Do you guys see this? Yes, this is nuts. And uh, slots it over to a, to a wide open Jack Harrison uh, for the first goal. And then Kai Kamara answers with probably one of the most athletic goals I've ever seen. The guy jumps away from the goal toward the ball and then twists his whole body so that his head can head down, the ball down to the far post. That was an incredible goal. Very nice goal. Um, I did see that one too. Via has Via has one goal off the post. Uh, Camargo gets the feed from Maxi Morales uh, to head it past the New England keeper, and everybody was slipping and sliding in this game. Uh, but probably the be- the hi- the highlight of this game, Kellen Rowe, eighty fifth minute. Rowe Rowe gets a a ball that was uh, being cleared out by the defense, controls it with his chest, juggles it, sends it with the outside of his foot uh, across for uh, Kowasi, and uh, New England levels it 2-2. That cross was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. God, I love that. That was awesome. All right. Next up, Orlando versus DC United. 2-0 to Orlando. So on a super rainy or Wednesday night in Orlando – uh, it made it for a really, really rough-looking game. There was lots of rough challenges, lots of bodies crashing into each other. Uh, Bendik had to make uh, some saves early on. Uh, and then Giles Barnes comes in in the second half and immediately makes a game-changing impact. Uh, in the 65th minute, 
Laren, uh, he feeds Laren. Uh, Laren's being held, uh, but that didn't stop him. He's, he gets a goal. Uh, and then in the 70th minute, Barnes picks, picks up the ball on the left side, feeds Rivas in the box, but Rivas has a bad touch, and uh, Hamid gets down to get to it, but then spills it to Garcia, but Hamid is there again. Kind of a, like I like I was saying earlier, uh, Kempin must have watched tape on Bill Hamid because this seems a <laughs> lot like the save that Kempin made. Um, but... One of the one of the big stories or one of the big gifs that came out of this this game in the 73rd minute, there was a poor back pass that allowed um, uh, Orlando attacker to go in and goal. And uh, the guy takes a shot and the ball deflects up or Bendit comes out to Bendit comes out to challenge. And then Spectre gets a block on it, and the ball goes up, but it was still goal bound. And then all of a sudden, here comes Joe Bendick flying back across, punches the ball out uh, to save the day for Orlando. That was pretty incredible uh, save, uh, a pretty incredible goalkeeper from from Joe Bendick. Yeah, that was an amazing one. <clears throat> and then in the 87th minute, Giles Barnes unleashes a shot from about 25 yards. Hamid watches it come all the way. He misjudges it and it goes through his fingers and into the back of the net for 2-0 Orlando. Man, this game was quite eventful. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I watched it, but now like going back on the recap, <laughs> but going back on the recap, the, I'm like, damn, that was it. and you know the what Wednesday I got to give it to David. Your, your 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 descriptions, your 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 articulations of the games have gotten quite well. They're getting they're, they're getting better. They're getting, they're getting better. better. I'm, like, I'm like I'm sitting here and I'm hearing like sound effects, bodies crashing, <laughs> rainy Wednesday nights. You know, like, I'm just like, spooky. <laughs> oh no, that like, night, not yet, not yet. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, next up, Columbus versus Seattle. Uh, in the 10th minute, uh, Pipe Iguain collects the ball, lets it bounce, has time to check his mentions on Twitter, and then he rips a low shot <laughs> to the far post and <laughs> puts Columbus up to uh, 1-0. Uh, later on, Justin Miram carries the ball about 30 yards from the midfield and shoots across uh, for Columbus's second. Um, Stephen Fry. Just did not want to cover that far post in this game. It, like every goal that got scored on him was at his far post. It was yeah. it was ridiculous. Uh, Ola Kamara uh, bangs one off the post to start the second half, but not to worry. He'd get another opportunity, and he puts it past Fry. And where does it go? Back post. <laughs> far, far post. <laughs> far post. Far post. So uh, Stephen Fry, dude, you got to perfect. cover that far post, buddy. Uh, all right, Houston. Wow. Versus RSL. This one got ugly very This quickly. got really ugly. Houston won 5-1. I didn't five watch to this one. game, but when I looked at the results, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the third minute, RSL's Justin Schmidt scores an own goal. Um, 15th minute in, uh, the entire RSL defense must have bought tickets to this game because they just, sat, <laughs> they just stood there and watched they Alex score a goal. Watched. They just like literally stood around and go like, "Wow, we we got great seats for this goal right here." <laughs> uh, you guys, are you watching this? <laughs> <laughs> and then just before the half, Houston got their third goal. Uh, in the second half, Albert Elise and Kubo uh, combined to get a, a easy tap in for number four. Uh, RSL gets one back with a really well placed free kick from Jao Plata, and then Leonardo gets his goal. First goal for Houston for the fifth of the game. 
Um, this unfortunately was not RSL's worst game of the week. <laughs> uh, Portland versus C- uh, San Jose. Uh, Portland opens, opens up the game with Aspria banging one off the post, and then in the 36th minute, uh, the Salvadorian midfielder Seren sees red for taking out Blanco. Just really nasty. God, that was nasty. Um, just before the half, Chara and Blanco sent it to Adi, who was waiting at the back post, but the header hit the post, and then uh, Adi mishits the follow-up shot and, uh, and, and no goal for our, for a uh, Portland, in the 50th minute, Valeri runs onto the ball, pokes it past Bingham, and then in the 89th minute, Adi goes in on all alone on Bingham and uh, takes him. And Bingham takes him out. No call. It should have been a penalty there. Didn't matter though, because Adi uh, goes uh, Adi off the post, but Valeri's there to clean it up at the just for like a little tap in. So I to get Portland a win, two zero. So I find it very interesting that you have to mention Seren's nationality when you're mentioning a red card. Interesting. Go on. <laughs> I, I, I specifically <laughs> thought of you when I, when I wrote yeah. that. Yeah. I, so I was like, mm, yeah. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Yeah. Well, we're, we got tempers. We got tempers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly why I put that in there. It's like exactly why I felt the need to note it. All right. Next up is NYCFC versus Philadelphia. So the big story of this game Guys, not Philadelphia's streak that got broken last week, but Tommy McNamara has a new haircut. Wait, who? That was him? Yep. <laughs> I thought the that was mullet, a dude. The mullet is gone. <laughs> the long hair is gone. Uh, we, remember, we remember Tommy McNamara's glorious hair uh, <laughs> in this game. So this is a game where Bobby texts me and he was like, oh, no, no, Lewis texts me. He's like, Andre Blake is having the game of his life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he comes up. He came up with save after save in the first half um, to keep NYC FC off the board. But in the 73rd, in the 73rd minute, Maxi Morales strips Fabinho, feeds Villa, and uh, his shot goes off the post. But And then uh, on the other side, Pico puts one away for the Union. Uh, Blake comes up big again to Stone Via, uh, and in the 80th minute, NYCFC strikes, and uh, and then in the 85th, so I, I don't know why I put this guy's name because I have no idea how to pronounce it, but he puts <laughs> he puts the ball away after a scramble in front of the box, and uh, NYCFC salvage three points at home. Philadelphia streak started way before uh, last week, though. They, I think mm-hmm. they're already like on three or four games winless no second game no uh, I'll, I'll oh, check maybe, continue, maybe continue. not maybe maybe there's so many games last week I, I can't remember uh Sorry, all right so uh sporting kansas city versus minnesota united there's no surprise here uh sporting kansas city was in full control uh minnesota united held out as far as long as they could but Icopara uh opens up the scoring for uh for sporting with a low hard blast and then uh, in the 54th minute, Phil Harbour gets fouled, and the ref plays advantage. The ball goes out to Suni Saad, who blasts it off the in- underside of the post, and it looked like it went in. Uh, they did not stop the play, but all of the Minnesota defense stopped at that point, and Madronda, Madronda was the only guy that didn't stop and put it into the back of the net without any question. 
And then Abdul Salam makes it 3-0 for Sporting Kansas City. Tom Dwyer. Jeez. He misses a wide open net from about <laughs> four yards out. Wow. <laughs> also on the 40-man roster. Epic miss. <laughs> uh, but Minnesota gets shut out again for this is what, their third or fourth shutout? Yeah, it's it's not common for Minnesota to be uh, shut out. So, um, but but again, they're playing in Kansas City. It's pretty. I had mentioned it's it. a this tough is a place tough to place play. to play. Very one of the toughest in the league. Um, I'm surprised they held out as long as they did. Because um, I thought Kansas City would score a little sooner than you know late in the first half. But oh, I'm sorry. Was, was it late in the first? Yeah, late it in the was. First half. Uh... Yeah, yeah, late in the first half. I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> so next up is Vancouver, Atlanta. It's time for me to rethink Vancouver here, guys. Uh, Greg Garza opens up the scoring for Atlanta in the sixth minute. And then in the 30th minute, Kendall Watson equalizes for Vancouver. And they had been pushing Atlanta for a while before that goal. Uh, Later on, the 43rd minute, Kendall Watson again with a header. Um, Kendall Watson nearly got a hat trick in this game. (laughs) Has another ball cleared off the line. Uh, but Vancouver win this one three to one. Uh, they look it looked pretty comfortable for them. Vancouver is um, I don't know. I I I think I had them making the playoffs this, uh, this year, um, but they've been very streaky so mm-hmm. far. They're hot and cold it, a lot. They're very hot. We're like wow, they, they they surprise us, but then they go on. Oh, they got a couple results in a row, and all of a sudden they're losing to teams that they should not should be, be losing, losing to. to. Yeah, uh, they're actually right in the middle at six and six. Uh, uh, with one draw, uh, so I mean, it, it's just I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's a very streaky team. You don't know what to expect from this team any, any, anymore because um, I had them uh, written off for a while. I, I think I was on there. Like I said, I, I still have them making the playoffs. I had that in the uh, season preview, uh, and then uh, I wasn't sleeping on them. And then I go, okay, maybe they're just gonna have a bad season and making me look dumb. And then all of a sudden they start winning games, so I jump right back on it. And then they start losing games, so I don't know. I, uh, right now Vancouver is really, really unpredictable for me. It, who knows what they're gonna do uh, in uh, in two weeks? If they're gonna yeah. they're gonna play like this, or they're gonna come out and, and lose to a team like DC United? Right? Didn't they lose to DC United? I think they yeah. lost to DC United. <laughs> they so have, yeah. there you go. So yeah, very uh, very uh, weird results coming from Vancouver. All right, next up is Montreal versus New York Red Bulls. Montreal has a goal get uh, called offside when uh, Dismali's shot deflects off Aduro. Uh, Robles had to make uh, some big saves, one on Oyango. And then uh, Red Bulls couldn't hold him for, for that much longer. Dismali makes it 1-0, and that is enough to get a win for Montreal. New York. New York starting New to reel back. Rebels. I thought they had turned a page, and they, they were for a few weeks. Well, and all of a sudden, page. they turned another page. and went right back. They started going south uh, all over again. Uh, well, probably to, 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 to really mention it, this last week, a lot of teams that you didn't expect to win won their game. So, I mean. A lot of I mean, home MLS. teams won. Just a lot of home less. teams won this game. This, <laughs> well, this actually, week. I was going to wait till you finish the, uh, the recap, but no home team lost. This past weekend, wow, really? 15 games and the home team went 12, 0 and three, the three draws coming, uh, the galaxy DC United, um, New York's NYCFC and, uh, new England. 
and the nine you haven't got there yet but the nine man orlando uh holding off chicago those are the three ties every other home team won their game yeah Wow. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, and I do want to get to the to those. Bobby, games, where's so. your stats? No stats yeah, this week. On, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually up, missed a lot of the games on Saturday. I was working. Right. Next up is New England versus Toronto. Uh, uh, this one was surprising. Um, Angula scores from a header off a corner kick, completely unmarked for New England. Uh, Justin Morrow hits the post for TFC, and, uh, and Cooper hits it from distance. Uh, and this just wasn't NYC uh, TFC's night. Uh, the Revs were making Swiss cheese out of their defense all night. Uh, Fagundos makes it 2-0, and then scramble in front of goal. Agudelo taps one in to uh, to to finish it off 3-0 to New England. So Toronto's uh, unbeaten streak comes to an end to New England of yeah. all teams. Crazy, I mean, right? Yeah, I think I had this uh, emphatically. Emphatically, yeah. I think I had this. Uh, I had Toronto winning this game, but with a low confidence because I was like, uh, "It's a New England. I shouldn't be sleeping on this team because it's been me before in the past." But I'm not gonna say that New England's gonna beat Toronto, and and they did it very convincingly. Oh yeah. So again, right. I think New England's one of those teams the same as kind of like. Uh, with Vancouver, the same way, like yeah, they, the they, they they pull off some when, results and then all of a sudden, you know, the uh, the, the following week they uh, they don't do anything. Yeah, they, 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 they don't do yeah, anything. But when, but when New England performs, they pro- like they perform stellarly. Like it's kind of yeah. crazy. Like it like very good when they perform. Well, it's, 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 well, New England is right. Uh, well, I had let's see, Vancouver was uh, uh, six wins, six losses, one draw. New England's record. Five wins, five losses, five draws. They're right there. I mean, yeah. So it's, again, I think it's almost kind of like a, a similar type where they're just right down the middle where you yeah. see good performances and then you see a very poor performance. So, again, New England, another one of those unpredictable teams. All right. Next up is Dallas versus RSL. <laughs> Oof. Another mm-hmm. one that uh, got ugly really eighth, quickly. Yeah. Eighth minute, the route begins. Uh, eighth minute, twenty-first minute, thirty-first minute equals a Lamont hat trick. Uh, and then in the thirty-ninth minute, uh, Rudy adds insult to injury and chips the keeper, and Akindeli scores in the forty-first minute to make it five-zero at the half. At the half. Hold on, what's that? I think RSL just got scored on again right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, aren't they now the officially official worst team in MLS this season? Now, RSL. Well, RSL has always been down the dumps. Uh, I think, uh, but yeah, I, I think we had said that RSL was. Uh, I think we said last week that they were the whipping boy, or yeah. the new whipping boy. I, I think that's what, that's what we had said. But I think they were always down there. I mean, we got our first victory against RSL, and so I think that was like the joke that like we. We have to be able to be mm-hmm. RSL. Right? RSL can't win unless it's snowing. Unless it's, it's snowing. Yeah, exactly. It's, dude, their record is 171. Yeah, it, it, it's very, Colorado very... Rapids is 060. <laughs> it, can't, it can't be it. No, that can't be it. That can't Colorado be it. Colorado won this week. Yeah. Uh, I'll get oh, to that. Okay, uh, I'll get go. to that right up next. So uh, I, I do want to say, I'm sorry. Well, um, in the So in the two games that RSL played this week, they were outscored oh, no, 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 11 to three. Oof. I mean, that's Minnesota numbers or Minnesota first four through first, uh, first, first three weeks, four games. Minnesota, yeah. yeah. Minnesota. Um, I, I don't want to add insult to injury, but, 
Um, I was kind of smiling when I last week in Balls and Beers, I had both the games uh, betting against RSL as locks, and Bobby had RSL getting some sort of result in this game, and it made me really, really nervous. I didn't uh, look at the lineup about it, and I made a mistake. <laughs> no Ramondo. Yep, that's exactly. No Ramondo. No Ramondo. The U.S. and eleven, eleven uh, pass RSL. But ch- I think that's what I, t- I think I texted you during that during that game. I was like, "Fuck, I didn't look at the lineup." Like, <laughs> I never, I would have never put this down like this. It's funny because when you had called RSL for the win, uh, was it like two weeks ago? It was because Nick was Ramondo Ramana. was back, and that He's was back, your. Yeah. That was your, then, the reason start, why you did it, and they won. But now, but now he's back out. Like he's, he's what is he at the? He's, he got called up, right? He's so with the U.S. He's yeah. with the U.S. Yeah. right now. But yeah, I think uh, I think they beat Philly. And that's actually. when they started, and that's when they're starting to lose again. Like and they're get, and they're getting pounded. Like that's got to be frustrating for Ramondo because he knows he's not going to play in these games, and yet he's away from the team, from his team. Yeah, and, and he's very and hurting helpful. them. Yeah, yeah and, and he's yeah. hurting and, and he's hurting them by not being when there. He's not there. Yes. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, is that uh, you look at the standings. RSL is not even in last place. It is Colorado, and this is after their win uh, against uh, Columbus, Columbus this week. However, uh, Colorado has played three less games than RSL, and they're only one point behind. So you got to take that into consideration as oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, just to the note about the uh, about the RSL Dallas game. Uh, Dallas debuted a sixteen year old, um, Ferreira. Any relation to David Ferreira? I don't know. Oh. Um, Sorry. And because uh, you know what else? What else do you do when you're up for zero, four, four goals? You yeah. put in your you kids. You put in your kids. You put your kids in so they can play. And what did he do? He scored his first goal. <laughs> so uh, he's the one that put in the sixth goal for Dallas. And uh, just God, poor RSL. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up is I'm sure those those you could put those kids teams that they put on halftime against RSL. And we'll <laughs> yeah, get exactly. Higher hook and score. <laughs> I'm sure Mike Pecky is really is kind of regretting. I'm I'm, I'm pretty him. sure I'm pretty sure though if uh, we would have subbed Giassi uh, Zardes in to Dallas for this game, he probably still wouldn't have scored against <laughs> RSL. Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Next up is Colorado Colorado versus Columbus. So uh, Iguain, with the help of a deflection, gets one past uh, Colorado, but then Kevin Doyle ties it up, and who else steals a goal late? Allen freaking Gordon. Ooh, that's his first goal for Colorado, right? That's, well, a, I don't know, it, actually. I don't know I'm if not it's sure. going on. I'm but, not sure. But it's, uh, I think it's, it's definitely it's, his first game winner. Yeah, it's, it's tried and true Allen Gordon <laughs> scoring late. He scored, I think, after the Fit 85th minute? Or yeah, that's classic 88th Gordo. minute? Classic Gordo. All right. Um, next up is Orlando versus Chicago. So this game went south pretty quickly for Orlando. Uh, 25th minute, Ramos gets a red card for a foul on David Akam. Bobby, I'm sorry. I don't know where Ramos is from. I, I, I can't. I don't know. Maybe he is Salvadorian. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Calm down. <laughs> uh, in, the 60, in the 65th minute, Nocharino sees red for a studs to the – God, what did he hit? Did he hit him in the – he hit Polster like in the back of the thigh or like it – In my opinion – It was an ugly challenge. No. In my opinion – uh, there are two red cards in this game, and in my opinion, neither one of them were red card worthy. Not e- e- either one. The first one was accidental, 
It was nowhere. Yeah, it was but nowhere think- near malicious enough to warrant a red card. Even a yellow is on the. Uh, I would be okay with the yellow, but even then, it would be borderline because it looked. That's it looked yellow. very accidental. It kind of just looked like I don't even think he took his eye off the ball, and all of a sudden, it looked like they just kind of ran into each other. I would be okay with the yellow, but the red. It was just a- absolutely not. That it was, was it was I, a horrible call. I think that's a red because it's a denial of a clear goal scoring opportunity. But it wasn't anything malicious. It wasn't intentional. If if it was intentional, even if it wasn't hard, I would agree with you. But I don't think that was intentional. And I don't think in any league in the world, aside from MLS, is that a red card? It was it was horrible that that Orlando was put into that situation, um, unjustifiable. It, it was just it was horrible. And the second one, again, to, to see straight red for, the, for for I've seen significantly worse tackles and challenges that get yellows. This one was a yellow for sure. Definitely not a red. And to put you uh, a team down uh, two guys with still, what, 25 minutes left? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's just completely unfair. It was like the way we felt when Van Dam went out in the Portland game, except it happened to them twice. There was actual physical contact in this game. Well, there was, but I, I just... <laughs> in both my, of these situations, no, no, there no. was actual okay. physical contact. Well, but my point is it was uh, an, an, an unjustifiable uh, red card uh, that, you know, you, you're going to lose both players for uh, for their next game as well. And it's just, you, you put them in a, in, a, in, a, in a hole that was just... You know, but, not merited. But you know, they did not. They did not give up. And uh, you know, Chicago did hit the post twice in the in the closing minutes of the game. But Orlando hold on uh, with nine men for the draw. As uh, I've said, that must have felt like a win for them. As I've said before, the the fact that you go up a man does not guarantee victory. And here's a, a perfect example: Chicago could not they went finish. Up two men. Uh, they went up two men. This. Uh, when you think of this one, you would think, okay, this is yours for the taking. There's no way you can score. Well, um, there you go. They held on, uh, albeit with some luck. And you need that when you're down two men. You definitely need some luck. This is where it's better to be lucky than good. And uh, uh, Orlando, uh, Jason Christ, Will Johnson, and I'm sure everyone else on the team, giving the fans all the credit for keeping them in the game. And uh, they got one huge ovation when that whistle blew at the end of the game where it, it really did feel like they won the game. because a, Yeah, a victory. Yeah, and I think I, I do want to say this. I think uh, at the post-game interview, they had, had uh, interviewed Will Johnson, and they yep. were, he was giving credit to, to the fans. And he was saying that they're just as knowledgeable as uh, South American fans now because they know that what just happened. Um, to be fair... I think anybody knows that if you're down two men, you're at a huge disadvantage. Sure, sure. <laughs> this could go for any other sport. I mean, if if you like, uh, I don't I don't know too much about hockey, but when you have a five on three advantage in hockey and you get scored on, <laughs> you know, and it does happen, the other team's gonna appreciate that. Like, dude, that's yeah, not was, the easiest was, thing to do. He was also emphasizing about how um, uh, just American American soccer culture is getting a little bit. Uh, a little bit more um what am i trying to say knowledgeable knowledgeable yeah now that the, now that americans can see a zero zero game and not re- just automatically think oh that was a boring game that wasn't worth my time they see that there was a very active and exciting game and there that was, was definitely was a crazy in, time. Yeah. crazy threats in well the when you're so. the when you're the team that's down two men mm-hmm. everything is exciting because yeah. at yeah. any moment you can see Everybody you can get scored on and lose man. the game yeah <laughs> 
All right, last game of the weekend was he- Seattle versus Houston. Seattle gets a 1-0 win, and Houston road woes continue. So uh, they go into they go into that Keep with that. the bring it to the game house. in LA. Um, <laughs> the former Dynamo will the Dancing Bear Bruin scores with the diving header. Well, I'm I'm being generous when I say Wait, diving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think that was a palomita, uh, but to yeah. win it for Seattle. And did you guys see? Does he? Does Will Bruin have like a robo arm now or something? He had like this this crazy prosthetic thing happening on his arm. Uh, he, oh, he looked like he had, glancing, but I didn't he, pay he it looked like a Popeye arm. Like he had mm-hmm. extra padding on 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 his forearm from like above his elbow to about his wrist. It was kind of weird, mm-hmm. but uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's MLS Week 14. You guys, woo, that was long. <laughs> That was long. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank go, Lewis. Did no, you no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go on, go on. Do, you, do you have any last thing to say, David? Yeah, I do. I do want to bring up one other thing. Um, not Galaxy, not first team related, but it is Galaxy 2 related. Uh, Los Dos is hosting Colorado Springs on June 10th. The reason this is extra important today is because they are, will be celebrating our friend, Cosmo's Earth birthday on mm-hmm. June 10th. I will be there. So if you see me, look for me. I'll be with my with my family. Uh, come on out and say hello to uh, Happy Birthday to Cosmo. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house, episode 73. We're saying goodbye. This is David and Lewis. Bye. See you guys next week. And this is Bobby. Make sure you listen to Balls and Beers this week. So thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.